0: Hey, actually, really quick before we start, I wanted to give you guys a quick heads up on what you're going to be listening to, and I decided to jump in and talk about Call of Duty and where we are at with this franchise, and I know there's going to be some hot topics in there, and I know I'm not going to please everyone, but feel free to follow me. At twitch.tv forward slash Sith underscore Bauer. If you do want to discuss some of the topics and things that I have mentioned. Because I think it's important to talk about these things. Especially for the future of the franchise. And for the future of Call of Duty. And I'm open to opinions. And I, w- I really, really do want to hear what you guys have to say. And you can also follow me at SithBauer. Or just go to www.sithbauer.com. And I'll have all my social media links on there. And uh, we can discuss. Because it's it's... Uh, i was a little uncomfortable making this this podcast because it's um or this episode because it's it's really hard when you dive into the cod community because i know it's very opinionated and it could be well it actually is very toxic so with that being said i just want to give you a heads up of what you're going to be hearing and to give you the green light to come out and reach reach out to me i don't care where whether it's on twitter my website if you want to get on one of my streams and discuss it there or you catch me on person awesome either way hopefully you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you soon What is going down, my people? What is going down, world? Whoever's listening, this is Sith Power. And today's episode of the podcast, we are going to dive in into what I think will be more of just one episode. But we're going to talk about Call of Duty and where we stand with this game, with this franchise. This is a hot topic issue. Listen, guys, it, it is. And I don't expect anyone to agree with me, or not not anyone, but not everybody is the correct term. I don't expect everybody to agree with me, but it is, a, it is a somewhat of a remarkable road, I guess, that we've all traveled. At least the people that have been around from the beginning, or at least, you know, some of the beginning Call of Duties. And I've been playing, just to give you a little kind of background. I've never played professional. i have just, just, you know, I'm just a avid gamer, um, if that. Uh, and Call of Duty was the game that made me love multiplayers. However, I kind of stuck with COD. Never really drifted off and tried, you know, Halo and some other games until like later on. I was a diehard Call of Duty just player for the fun not competitively um you know i didn't know about game battles until you know everyone else did and it was just something so pure i guess and so normal at the time to just just kind of play pubs man like it was all the goal at least for most people, was just basically prestige. How far into the game could you play? And back in the day, here's the thing. There's a lot of people, okay, that just talk about COD and all this stuff, but the ones that have just started recently have no idea. Back in the day, there wasn't any double XP, okay? Back in the day, to prestige... Would take forever. I remember playing Modern Warfare 2, and that was the game I started off with playing COD. It would take, like, if you were, I think it went up to level 70 to prestige. If you were at 60, I don't care how many kills you got, it would take you a week, like at least a week to get to 70. Like, it would just take so much longer to prestige. And this. If uh, at least I remember right, there wasn't any double XP and stuff like that. Like it was just straight up grind. But back then, I think that was the idea and it worked and it worked back then. People grinded games a little harder, I guess, you know, whether they thought it was repetitive. I still don't think multiplayers are repetitive because you're always going against like different people. But, you know, some people might argue that it's the same thing, same map, same idea, but whatever. The grind was what kept us going to try to prestige and try to, you know, see how far into the game you could get. They had, you know, challenges, which was fun. Getting titles back then were fun. Getting, you know, camos for your guns were fun because we weren't, it, it wasn't saturated yet. There weren't these, you know, like the camos that we got back then. For doing crazy things, I I remember I think Modern Warfare Two had a, you had to get a thousand, I think it was a thousand headshots. I could be wrong, but it was something ridiculous to get the fall camo for your guns. If it wasn't a thousand, it was five hundred. It was definitely something ridiculous that would not work nowadays. And it was for fall camo, basically this orange and black, or not orange and black. It was like orange and brown and other colors. But because we had no other camos, it was it. It was the shit. Just to get to it was amazing. Now camos are so saturated that we don't give a shit about camos. And the game thought, why don't we do a gold camo if you get all the, you know, challenges for the gun? And then a diamond camo if you get all the challenges. Or that class, and then, then some weird, you know, either like Black Ops Three had dark matter, uh, Advanced Warfare had royalty. Um, I think I don't remember what Infinite Warfare had. <coughs> and I think like Black Black Matter was fun to get in uh, Black Ops Three, but I think because of the oversaturated amount of camos we can never go back to that like these gun challenges it's just it's not for the grinder you know it's um what's the point of getting diamond where most diamonds for most guns are stupid compared to some of the stuff you could get via supply drops so it's such times change and I think Call of Duty realizes that for the most part. And the, f- the part where I think that they have failed at, in my opinion, is that what they think people want is just awful. They have no idea. But in their defense, a lot of the stuff that made the other Call of Duty, the previous Call of Duty, successful don't work anymore. So you have to do something. You have to think outside the box. And that's where ideas like jetpacks, you know, and things like that, wall running come into play. Now, I think there's a civil war, an unspoken civil war amongst the Call of Duty community. There One group, which is the group of people that have played COD since the beginning, the diehards. And then you have your new age Call of Duty players, the people that started playing Call of Duty around Ghost, but definitely around Advanced Warfare. So at least three out of the last four to five games, all they know is Jetpack. And they like that over your classic combat that Call of Duty was. And I really feel bad for Call of Duty as a company for Activision or or Treyarch or, you know, Sledgehammer, um, Infinity Ward, because you can't please everyone, especially in the video gaming community, especially in the Call of Duty community, because the Call of Duty community is extremely and I'm sorry to say it. And I know there's probably going to get a lot of heat for this. The Call of Duty community is extremely toxic. Extremely toxic. Okay, and it's been toxic from the get-go. I remember playing Modern Warfare 2 before there was any, like, party chats where people just basically played on game chats. You heard the most racist, just unbelievably uncomfortable things that people and little kids were saying where you're like, what? It's ridiculous. And I always thought that, you know, Call of Duty should not be rated, you know, M for Mature. It should be because of shooting and violence. It should be rated M for Mature for the shit you're going to hear on party chats or game chats. Ever since party chats kind of took over, you don't really hear a lot of people that much anymore because everyone just kind of plays with their own friends or, I, for one, I, like, I get on a party chat regardless because I don't want to hear anybody. And you, you see a lot of that. You don't see game chats as much as you used to back in the day. But it's a very toxic community. So you're going to get a lot of people that aren't going to like whatever it is that you decide to do as a company. When Activision, and I say Activision because at the end of the day, it's Activision is the mother, you know. <clears throat> and then you got Treyarch, Infinity Ward, and Sledgehammer as the three kids. And as much as people like Treyarch, and Treyarch has had a really good history of making successful games, I know a lot of people saying Black Ops 3 was amazing. There was a lot of hate towards Black Ops 3 when Black Ops 3 was around. I think what made Black Ops 3 amazing is how bad Infinite Warfare was, um, where people were like, well, shit, if I'm going to get jetpacks, I'd rather get Black Ops 3 you know, um, and then when we came back to Boots to Ground, not everybody wanted that. Your new age Call of Duty players did not want Boots to Ground. Now, I don't think that's the only mistake. Not that's not saying that Boots to Ground was a mistake. I do enjoy the fact that we went back to the basics. But I think at the end of the day, when it comes to Call of Duties, whether it's Boots to Ground or jetpack, I think we've lost touch with what the community wants. Because I feel like people are going to play it regardless. Okay? But you need a reason to get people to play. And I know the moment you have a jetpack Call of Duty come out again, people are going to hate on it. But you're going to get people to like it like it too. It's 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 a it's a double-edged sword. It's really what it is. But if the game itself had something else, something that was different, not just in the sense of how you control your character. Because at the end of the day, I personally think that the reason we've had a lot of disconnect with the last four CODs has nothing to do whether it was jetpack or ground game it was just that it was missing something else it became stale and dry extremely fast there's a lot of videos about black ops 3 towards the back half of it where a lot of people were complaining you know you know like people like drifter you know pro pro gamers that it just became dry it became stale there was nothing else you know there was nothing else involved to get people to want to play now, what is that magical serum that's going to get people to come in and play more of a game i don't know um you know that's I get it it's not easy but making things like headquarters really, who even gives a shit i I don't, and some of you might and some of you might, but if I were to to do a toll on Twitter on if you were to see headquarters leave, would it break your heart? I guarantee you a high percentage of people would say no. Matter of fact, a lot of the issues that World War II had at the beginning was due to the headquarters. So it was due to something that people really even didn't give a shit about. Now, what was the idea behind headquarters? To get people more social? Okay. Has it? Do people literally make friends in headquarters? I'm sure there's a couple of you that have, but really, is when I, when it comes to the masses, or the millions and millions of people that play, does headquarters really make that much of an impact? I I am really, really, really willing to say no. And I don't have any facts in front of me, okay? This is all subjective. This is all an opinion when it comes to this episode of my podcast okay i don't have any facts in front of me i just i don't see if there's a franchise that needs help that they're going to put all their resources into headquarters i, just, I don't understand that <clears throat> now that's issue number one issue number two that i've noticed in the last three cods And just to be specific, Black Ops 3, Infinite Warfare, and World War II. All three of them have a very, very, and when I say this, I say it in all caps, a very embarrassing competitive playlist. An embarrassing competitive playlist. They should be ashamed at what they think is a competitive playlist. Playlist. And when I say competitive playlist, I mean a ranked play, an arena mode, whatever they fancy, whatever they want to call it. It is an embarrassment. I can't state that enough. Call of Duty's ranked play is an absolute fucking embarrassment. When you have games like Rainbow Six Siege that has a far far better competitive playlist than call of duty has had at least in three years arguably forever or maybe since league play that was what six years ago The fact that a game that just come out of nowhere, I mean, Rainbow Six has always been around, but a a competitive like Rainbow Six Siege has broken down doors, has broken down barriers and have they've they have something special. And I know it's a different cup of tea. Some people don't like that type of gameplay. But there's a huge community that loves what Rainbow Six has done with their games. And I'm very excited to what the next Rainbow Six will bring. Whenever Rainbow Six Siege comes out, I'm very excited to see what they're going to bring out. Because they have figured out that nowadays, not only do you have casual players, but you have competitive players. And you need something for that competitive player. Now, Call of Duty and some of these other multiplayers have game battles, but not everybody wants to go and create a team. Some people don't have three or four other friends to be, you know, to create a team on game battles, and it's a little harder. Now, one of the greatest things that COD has done recently is make uh, game battles extremely easy to do because they've incorporated into their games. Kudos, you figured something out. But just a normal competitive playlist for your game, you have absolutely shit the fucking bed in the last three games, maybe even five. Advanced Warfare, to me, I thought had a really good uh, ranked play. You got gear. You got gear that you could only do for being specific levels. And that's something that people like to see, they like something that they could keep pushing to gain, however, the issue I think that happened with Advanced Warfare is because it had a, such a great customization options for your character, it made the gear that you got for playing ranked or playing competitive, kind of obsolete. Now it was cool, but was it as cool as getting like the Joker outfit? wasn't a joker like in the movie but it was a clown outfit was it as you know as awesome as wearing that probably not was it as awesome as wearing like let's say um i remember they made a a suit or a a chest gear for optic gaming with an optic gaming exo and helmet or a uh what was the other one denial no it's the one with the wolf regardless um People wanted that, I think, a little bit more than the rank play gear, but you were in the right track. Keep going with that. Keep moving forward. What does Black Ops 3 do? Completely embarrassed themselves with a arena mode. Arena mode had nothing to gain for like the first half of the game. And then after six months, they decided to incorporate these cool little, what they thought were cool cool little titles that you could get for being specific ranks. This is the game that made league play. Anything less than equal to league play is an embarrassment. (laughs) Now, why, why have they shit the bed in things that are so to me, obvious? Could it be that they've been putting more of their eggs in the supply drop basket I think so. I really do. I really do think that ever since supply drops and microtransactions have taken over Call of Duty as a as a game as a franchise, they have really, really just half-assed their video games. Ever since supply drops, most Call of Duty games have been com- have really started incomplete. Okay, Infinite Warfare didn't have leaderboards for like ever, and some other things which I can't remember now. World War II had issues with their combat records and, and their leaderboards. Their leaderboards weren't really that, you know, that um, completed. They had a lot of issues. They don't have the, you know, make the custom camo guns still. Now, I don't care about that shit, but don't say that it's coming soon and it's been how many months? Six? And you still don't have it? Like, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry, but that is a complete embarrassment. And once again, I'm not a, I don't care about the fucking camo, but I know that a lot of people do, that a lot of people want to have a custom gun. You know, I mean, for one, the the camos for infinite warfare are so stupid and, and dumb. It really doesn't, you know, they really don't have any camos. So if you could put some paint on your gun, shit, I'll take it. But I really don't give a shit, but I know there are people that do. And the fact that it's been six months and you still it's coming soon. But guess what? Guess what's not coming soon? Your next bundle of supply drops. That they do. That that they do have. Okay. Infinite warfare. Didn't have leaderboards for like three months. But guess what they had? A shit ton of camels that you could buy. So it is obvious to me that once once microtransactions took over Call of Duty, the franchise as a whole has just been extremely fucking lazy in what it is that they do. And to me, going back to competitive playlist, I think it is something that so many other games have and the fact that Call of Duty, that's been one of the most competitive games for the last decade, has a not even it has such a fucking shitty rank system. It is it is abs. There's no other word to describe it as an absolute embarrassment. But now let's talk about something else. Let's talk. Let's let's move away. Rank play was something was you know to me was number two, and I kind of jumped on number three let's put a rank play aside. I said as much as I had to, there's nothing else I could really say about rank play without it sounding like I'm beating a dead horse. I touched on number three for a little bit and that was supply drops. So supply drops are fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm not against them, but you have three years to make a video game. Do you need to hire a fourth company so you could have a four-man rotation because the reason that you decide to do a three-man rotation is so each cod kind of has its own little unique taste and that you don't feel rushed and you can complete a full game and master it and you have not you have not ever since the microtransactions it's been a blur it's been half ass i remember in infinite warfare when they were getting so much heat because it was i think month number three where they still didn't have leaderboards and i know there was a lot of you that said who gives a shit? whatever it's a cool game Uh," i it's not about the leaderboards if you catch my drift it's the idea behind creating an incomplete game and expecting someone to pay money for this and the numbers don't lie Okay, if you look it up, Call of Duty has had less sales technically ever since Modern Warfare 3. It spiked up with Black Ops 3. It spiked up with World War 2 because it was finally boots to ground. But it has had a big decline. Now, Activision does a really good job of shaking their dicks at, at you know, in your faces and telling you, oh, we made over $600 million in the last two years. Well, that's because of microtransactions. But uh, what about the game? How many people are actually playing the game? Because I could go right now on Twitch, and I could tell you right now, there's not a lot of people streaming World War II, Okay. And you could say, well, it's because of the Fortnite craze and the PUBG and the Battle Royale style of games. Oh, yeah, well, those make up two games, and, it's, and Call of Duty World War II still doesn't even crack the top ten. Okay, so what's happening? Well, I'll tell you what's happening is less people are playing COD. Sure, they're making their money out of the microtransactions, but eventually, what's, where is that going to take you? And as a company, I would be thinking, well, shit, if we're already making $600 million in the last couple of years because of, you know, just total between the games and the microtransactions, then wouldn't we want to make the game better so there's more people playing it so then there's even more microtransactions? It it makes sense to me. So why is there not an effort in trying to make the best Call of Duty ever? And that when they decide to think outside of the box, they come out with something like headquarters? But going back to what I was saying about Infinite Warfare, after three months of not having leaked or uh, a leaderboard... They decided to throw us a bone. So what did they do? They said that they were going to upload about 600 different things you could get in supply drops. Whether they were camos, character customizations, gun variants, and other things. Titles, little uh, uh, the little things um, that, you could, that you could dangle on the side of your gun. The little emotes that you could do. The little dances you could do at the end of the game. Over 600 of them and there were about what what did they say i think about i remember it being somewhere around 100 to 200 different camos you guys remember what those camos looked like they looked like someone just fucking got on 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 clip art on powerpoint and just put on some basic ass cosmetic camo that didn't even look good on your gun it looked like someone just just put like a dumb picture on it it didn't even look like it was part of the gun it looked like a like a skin you put on top like it it was so ridiculous and so embarrassing that they they actually had to go and do another update to fix how the camos looked on your guns. What in the fuck is this? What kind of embarrassing shit is this? Like, how embarrassing is a company? And it was Infinity Ward. And Infinity Ward, I'll tell you here in a quick little rant of why I did not enjoy Infinite Warfare. The game itself wasn't awful. I... Hated the fact that they did not have a competitive playlist. Or they did, but it wasn't a ranked list. It was basically just scrim. And this was the game that made Modern Warfare 1, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3. Arguably one of the, just the top, These amazing. People say that Modern Warfare 2 was arguably the best Call of Duty multiplayer. Some other people say Black Ops 2. Modern Warfare 3... Was to this day the, the game, and you can check this out. Now, this I know for a fact. My Warfare 3 was the game that sold the most copies. Now, I know that as a company, Infinity Ward lost a lot of their head creators by the time Ghost came around. And there's a big difference between the modern series and Ghost. Even though I still think Ghost was a good game, some people don't. I was expecting gold for Infinite War. Infinite, yeah. And yeah, that's right. Right, it sounded weird because it's Infinity Warfare, Infinite Warfare. That's what it is. Infinity. Okay, I knew it. I knew it sounded different. Um, Infinite Warfare, IW. Let's just say IW. I I was expecting gold. I really was, and I even made a video. You go into my YouTube channel and look deep in the in the archives. I made a video of how you know people need to just give. Them give IWs a chance because, you know, Inf- Infinity Ward has made gold ever since. And, and they, they fucking shit. I mean, IW is considered one of the worst CODs of all time. Even, even against Advanced Warfare that I know a lot of people didn't like because it kind of people didn't want that type of change. They want to change, but not that type of change. But it was so bad. Now, what can they do? What can they do to fix this? Should they... How about this one? Should they bring back clan wars? I know right there, I lost about half of you. Some of you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Clan wars, for those that don't know, I'm going to give you a quick little insight information on what clan wars used to be. (coughs) Clan wars was something that happened about once a month in my if if I remember right it was during Call of Duty Ghost once a month there were clan wars so if people were in your clan which by the way we haven't had clans in like three Call of Duties you could have clan tags but there hasn't been an actual be part of a clan and right there I know I lost another half you used to be able to join clans and in ghost you could join a clan to be part of a team and then if your clan during these weekends once a month you had to win certain game modes there was an app that came with your game and in this app you had domination, for example, TDM, hard points, search and destroy, and you had to win a certain amount as a group to collect points. Then you could capture the base. It would make sense if you looked at the app. Obviously the app doesn't exist anymore. So if, let's say you had to win 12 domination matches and then you captured the base. Once you captured the base, you got a certain amount of points the team with the most points at the end of the weekend would win and what would you win you'd win gear there's this uh back then there wasn't cosmetic gear for your characters except a cool looking red one and a cool looking yellow one if you beat certain number of clan wars and that got people together got that people were joining our clan by when i say our clan like me and my buddies just because they didn't have one and just because they wanted that gear they wanted to play and it was crazy people played all the time it was really fun and then they did it again for advanced warfare It wasn't as fun in Advanced Warfare. Now, a big reason why it wasn't as fun in Advanced Warfare, in my opinion, it was because of the oversaturation of cosmetic gear. People didn't really care for cosmetic gear because they were getting so many unique ones in the first place, which isn't a bad thing. I think Advanced Warfare, to this day, holds the crown for the best and most fun COD that there has ever been when it comes to character customizations. They had so many different helmets and gears and gloves and boots and exos and chest gears that you can make it was really really hard to see two people that look the same out on the field or in the maps in the games. So with that being said, when you had to do clan wars to get this other gear, it wasn't that big of a thing. People kind of lost interest. Then they stopped it. You know why they stopped it? Because they didn't have the, 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 the developers of the app and Activision went their separate ways. At least that's what I heard. I'm pretty sure that's right, but I could be wrong. So take it with a grain of salt. You're telling me you can't find another fucking company that could create a stupid app. It, the, the app wasn't even that big of a deal. It wasn't like, you know, the fact that there's Fortnite on your phone and they and these assholes can't even come up with a little thing that just showed you what were the games that you had to play for your team to win. I mean, how they incorporated game battles, why can't they incorporate some sort of clan war? And I'm not saying I want clan war back. I'm just saying there's other things out there that they could be doing and that they're not. That's pretty much what I'm saying. I think Black Ops 3 <laughs> kind of had a good idea about you know when they had like um, some special weekends where there was a, a, a special camo that you had to get a certain amount of kills for. But that's how, how many camos are you going to be able to create where people are going to like each and every one of them? Because that's the problem. you create some fancy-ass camo, people might not want the new one, you know? Because it's like, what's the point? I already got this one. I don't know. Listen, we could be talking about this for days. All I know is that Call of Duty as a company, or as a franchise, they need they need to step up their game. In my opinion, okay, they need to really, really... Create a good competitive playlist. Now, I, I, I understand that not everyone plays competitive COD. Matter of fact, a lot of my friends and, and followers and you know, uh, acquaintances and you know, people that I have uh, you know, on my Twitter account, they all play competitive. But if you were to tally everybody, most people just play just public matches socially. Social Call of Duty gamers outnumber the competitive ones a ton. You might not think it, but that's how it is. So, I see why maybe someone would want to half-ass the ranking system. But if maybe, just playing a little devil's advocate, if maybe the ranking system wasn't an embarrassment, maybe more people would make the transition from playing socially to plane competitively, just maybe. World War II came out and they said, oh, don't worry, we have a rank play. Yeah. And then you decided to only make it a two-person rank play. Why? Why would you do such a thing? And shouldn't there be a season three now? Of ranked, like, I, I guess I haven't played COD in a while, but like, no one gives a shit no one does i remember pro gamers your old school ones like you know nadeshot uh sensor sharp tk whoever whoever you follow they used to make shit tons of videos of them playing league play league matches in black ops 2 everybody was everybody I still see them pop up in my, in my feed. You want to see Nadeshot play Black Ops 2 League play with Skump and, uh, you know, and um, Big Timer and uh, who I could forget who the fourth one was back then. It was fun. You don't see those videos anymore. Because it's not fun. It's not watchable. So they do other things. Like, stop making COD videos, (laughs) you know, like making vlogs and making, you know, Day in the Life and shit like that. If they had a, a good competitive playlist, I think a lot of people that play socially would make a transition over and playing competitive. I really do think so. Because people have done it for Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six Siege rank play is amazing. There's so many people that play rainbow six siege rank play. Like if I go on the Twitch right now and go to rainbow six siege, there are so many people that just play the ranking system because everybody wants to get to diamond. And it's such a hard road to get there that the only way to get there is by getting better and by finding a team and grinding because prestiging, like I said at the beginning of this vlog, it's, it's a dying breed. No one really cares about prestiging that much anymore. And somebody, I think it was Nate Shot, hit it in the head where we need a different type of ranking system because prestiging really doesn't show you how good of a Call of Duty player you are. It doesn't. It just shows you how much of a grinder you are. You need something that's, that's competitive. And now World War II or Sledgehammer, the, decided that their reason why they, dis- they wanted a two-man ranking system was to make sure, you know, to show really your worth so you don't have a four-man team to just go out there and beat the shit out of people. Really? I don't think that's the reason. I don't buy that. I'm sorry. I think that's horseshit. I don't at all think that that's the reason why. I don't. I think they just can't figure it out. They can't figure out how to do a four-man ranking system where the game doesn't crashes or lags or does something stupid. I really think that's, that's the true, real reason. But what else? What else can Call of Duty as a franchise do to basically fix it? Because there's going to be a point where the hole is going to be dug so deep that you're not gonna be able to come out of. Everybody's excited for Black Ops 4. I'm not gonna lie, I'm excited. We don't know if it's Boots to Ground or if it's EXO. I think it's gonna be a Boots to Ground game. I don't know if it's gonna go back to the modern day. Maybe it's gonna be a future COD, but it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a post-apocalyptic where everyone has just, you know non laser shooting guns it's all going to be bullets and powder and you know no we used to wall run but then we got emp so now we have to walk i don't know i don't know what black ops 4 is going to be about there's a lot of hype but why is there a lot of hype because people are walking away people are tired of these just basic half-ass made video games Call of Duty World War II, for those that don't know, is that well, it, it? I don't know if it's the only COD, but it's definitely up there in the COD that came out with the least amount of maps. Why? Was it Modern Warfare 3 had like 14 maps? Or 12? Or 12, 12 or 13? That was just to start the game. That wasn't even a DLC. What did World War II come out with? Seven? Eight? Like, come on, guys. Like, It's little things like that where it upsets me because Call of Duty is my game. And I want it to succeed. And I don't want when they do things like this. And it makes it so embarrassing where I just I shake my head. But what else? What else? Let's think. What else can we do? Somebody, I forget who, could have been Drifter, um, could have been Nate Shot, could have been Big T. It was a YouTuber. They suggested, and they don't really think that this is what they need to do. But it was more of a, of a, for instance, a hypothetical, plain devil's advocate, if you will. What if COD was not annually? What if COD focused on the game and perfected it and made it two games or two years cycles, three year cycles? You got a lot of games that do that nowadays. Rainbow Six Siege is one of them. Um, I can't really think of one, another one off the top of my head right now, but A lot of games do that. I mean, look at CSGO. How old is CSGO? And people play that like crazy. Matter of fact, you go online, you go to Twitch, people play more CSGO, according to Twitch, or at least stream it, than they do COD. Why is that? Now, I personally don't think that's going to work. And my biggest reason of why I don't think having a multi-year Call of Duty would work is because... Every cod that has come out for the last four to five years, but a time it gets to being actually right about this time, right, about, right around March and April, a lot of people start walking away. People just start moving away from the game. and they start looking at other things. And yes, yeah, sure, this year was Fortnite. Last year was Battlefield. You know, the year before that, I'm sure it was something else. There's always going to be another game. And I get it. It's very, very competitive nowadays. Video games are not what they used to be. I mean, back then, back when it was Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops 2, there weren't really that many crazy games. You had your multiplayers were Call of Duty, Halo, CSGO. That's about it. Because Battlefield wasn't even, I mean... I think they had um What was it? Was it called Medal of Honor back then? Um, it really wasn't... Even the first one, Not like it wasn't as much of an impact. And even this last Battlefield, I mean, a lot of people played that, but you don't really see that game being played that much either. I think people moved to Battlefield because Infinite Warfare was so bad um, this last one last year. But there weren't that many... Competitions, Games that could give Call of Duty a run for its money. Now there is. Every year now, there's a game that is just going to be different, and it's going to be new, and it's going to break down barriers. This year, it was the Battle Royale. Now, Battle Royales have been around for a couple of years, but this year is the, it's the year that finally everybody jumped on board, and it's become a craze. What's gonna happen next year? Because eventually Battle Royales will die out. They will, like everything else. But how does Call of Duty stay relevant? You have to make it a great game. You have to give people a reason to get on and play and not just go through the motions. Something that Fortnite does that's amazing, and I know there's people that are, oh yeah, I'm yeah, PUBG for life, I, whatever. I think something that uh Fortnite does that's amazing it's it's cosmetics. It's all o- it always has something different. It, w- whether it's a sniper's only, 50 versus 50. Every week there's something new, something different, something to get you going. Challenges. Not just stupid challenges like stick somebody with a simtex. No, they had so many different challenges. Shoot someone five times with a si- you know, with a silenced pistol. I don't care. They, they get People wanting to level up their tier and and want to rank up. Because if it didn't, I don't think Fortnite would have the following that it does. But they do a really, really good job of getting you to want to play more, to to grind it. Because I want the space suit. I want the guy that looks like John Wick. I want that. So I'm going to play it more. I'm not going to have you try to buy it with a supply drop and take the easy way out. I want you to play this game as much as possible. I want you to play this game more than you play any other game out there. That's what Fortnite does. And that is something they, they do really good. And that is something that Call of Duty as a franchise has stopped doing a long time ago. They could sit here and blow smoke up our ass and say that they do, but they don't. They have fallen extremely short. They do nothing to encourage us to want to play more. Back in the day, people played COD without double XP and they played it all the time. Now I feel like they need double XPs every weekend just to get somebody, just to beg them to come and play me. Please grab your controller and play me because no one wants to. Maybe we'll add a leprechaun. I don't know, but I want you to play. I don't. Listen. Like I said, we could be here forever. But all I'm saying is Cod needs to find a way to stop failing and bring back the multiplayer to them. Whatever that is, whatever that secret serum is, I have faith, I do. I know I've been extremely negative, but I do have faith that Call of Duty finally, one day, will figure it out. And if you guys are wrestling fans, you really, you have to admit that wrestling was at its best when they had competition. When it was the Monday Night Wars, everybody tuned in like a maniac to see who was going to outdo the other franchise. Nothing makes sense. Something or someone better than competition when you know your job's on the line because someone else is better than you, nothing lights a fire under your ass more than that. then knowing that you could be done for ended So hopefully Activision starts figuring shit out I really hope they do because. Um, Another game that Activision happens to be a part of that is also a game that a lot of people would admit and would, you know, maybe not at first, but do now think that it was half-assed and made extremely poorly and very lazy is Destiny 2. And that's just another stamp that Activision has out there on another game where they just half-assed the fucking thing. So I don't know if it's the actual company, like Treyarch or, or Bungie for Destiny's sake, or Sledgehammer or Infinity Ward. I don't know if it's their fault or if it's Activision's, but somebody needs to bring these games out of the, just the doldrums. Now, a lot of us do watch competitive COD. I do. And I love watching competitive Call of Duty. I love watching Optic Gaming. I love watching TK um, and some of these other guys go at it. And I think because there's a certain demographic or a group of COD players that do follow them, that maybe Call of Duty in a way think that, oh, no, we're still good because so and so all these people have so much followers just imagine how much of a following they would have if 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 people if there were more people playing call of duty like i think that the competitive professional call of duty scene would explode if you made arguably the next call of duty would be as fun and as impactful as modern warfare 2 and black ops 2 were or let's say the numbers of Modern Warfare 3, just think of nowadays how big of an explosion that would be professionally. Because these were the games that created the professional Call of Duty player. Black Ops 2, Modern Warfare 3, okay, um, Ghost, like these were the games that created the pro scene. So imagine if we had as many people playing those games as we did back then what the pro scene would look like you'd see more people tune in you'd see more people want to be pro it would be such a big explosion for the franchise which to me I sit here and I just shake my head I'm like you guys have this magical it's like Jack and the Beanstalk, and Jack got these three seeds, and I'm like, I could plant these and create a big ass fucking, you know, plant, or I could just, or I could just say fuck it and just throw it in the garbage. And right now, to me, Call of is just saying fuck it, I'm gonna throw it in the garbage. Like I, it, that's the part that's frustrating for me. And there's a lot more, you know, ideas out there that I've read. I didn't want to go through all of them because, you know, it's again, we could be here forever. Some big ones, like I said, it was, you know, create a good rank play, you know, get people to want to get back into it, whether it's clan wars or something clan related, bring clans back, bring customizations back. People like customizations. World War II has one of the most boring fucking customizations you could do to any character. It's not fun. And not to quote Nate shot again, but Nate shot brought it up in one of his videos that he was fearful that World War II, this was before World War II came out that he was fearful that World War II was going to have boring ass, cosmetics because they wanted to stay true to world war two and its events it's a multiplayer stay true to it in the campaign mode but when it comes to multiplayer people want fun okay people want to be able to customize something put something silly on World War II has extreme, extreme, extremely boring ass character customizations. Bring back some fun ass, you know, characters, character customizations. But whatever it takes, I don't know, whatever it takes, ask, do a poll. Do a poll and ask the community. Okay? Because I'll tell you right now, nobody fucking asked for headquarters. Okay? Another thing people didn't ask for is your fucking perk system. No one had an issue with the with the pick 13 or pick 10 or pick whatever the fuck it is perk system. But you had to fix that too. Why? Because someone in Sledgehammer decided, well, this is the way we're gonna bring people back. This is this is the key right here. Let's fix what's not broken. Let's fix the one thing that people are hardly ever complaining about: the perk system. And people will come back. I don't hate the Perk System in World War II, but what the fuck was wrong with the Perk System in Black Ops 3? The Perk System in Advanced Warfare. The Perk Systems in the Black Ops 2 Modern Warfare 3. I don't mind. I actually really enjoyed the Perk System in Ghost. That was probably the one Perk System in any COD that decided to do something a little bit outside the box that I actually did enjoy. But what the fuck is it? Like, why are we fixing and changing things that nobody was asking for? But then the things that people have been asking for, you don't do. I know people have been asking for rank play. One of the most embarrassing things that I saw in any COD, and I'm about to wrap this up. I don't want this to go past an hour. But one of the most embarrassing things that I ever saw was a live stream of Infinite Warfare um iw and the live stream was basically to talk to the community people would ask questions and and they would answer the guys from uh uh the guys from infinity ward and i was watching this live stream and all i saw for a big portion on the chat where they were picking their questions from was people asking about having a ranked play and they they ignored it And I know they saw it. They were looking at the same fucking screen I was looking at. And they all ignored it. That was, to me, just, I mean, two things. One, at that point, I knew that IW was not going to have a ranking system. That was hands down. That's when I'm like, yep. Well, that's it. And then the second thing. That's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen happen to, a, to just a company that you can't even address it. That You don't even have to dick and balls. So you just fucking go out there and be like, you know what? There is no ranking system. No, you wanted to keep us in the dark. You want It's coming soon. We're working on a few things. There's going to be a couple updates. You didn't have anything. You had nothing. Okay. Everything's coming soon. Everything's coming soon. You have three years to make a fucking game. Make it a hundred percent. And stop with the coming soon bullshit. When the game comes out. I get it. There will be bugs. There will be glitches. There will be times where the game cannot be played. Because of server issues. I understand. But for you to have something completely. Just. You didn't put this into the game. When the game started. And you're telling us coming soon. That's is unforgivable and extremely embarrassing. That's it. I'm sure that I could probably make another episode. And I do. I do kind of want to make another episode with a buddy of mine and just kind of go back and forth with this because I think... Call of Duty has been a big part of my life. It's been a big part of his life and a couple of other of, of, of my close friends. You know, it's it's how some of me and my friends have met. It's been through COD for, you know, playing Call of Duty for a decade. You meet people and it's been a long road. And even though, you know, even though we have, like I said at the beginning, we have a, we're, we're definitely diverse. And, and, and there's, there's definitely at least two big groups of COD players. And that's the old school COD players and the new school COD players. And I don't think I ever really finished my, what I really wanted to say when it came to that. But I think at the end of the day, whether it's boots to ground, whether it's XOing, I think at, Like I said, at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with either one. It has everything to do with why is the game boring? Why is the game not fun after a certain point? Why are less people playing COD than there used to be? Now... Before I leave, because I just thought of this, one thing, and this is why I want to have a podcast episode with him. One of the things that my buddy said that I thought he hit the nail on the head just to give, just in Call of Duty's defense, every COD that comes out from here on out, from two years ago, from three years ago, it's one more COD on the list. So that list of things that we compare the new cod to gets bigger and bigger every year so there's always going to be some sort of hate there's always going to be some sort of hate in the call of duty community for one because the call of duty community for the most part does nothing but hate but because there's more call of duties to compare it to whether the game was shit it did something right at one point you know what i mean Like every COD has had at least one tiny little gem that you're going to compare it to. And every COD, and there's been a lot of them guys, there's been a lot of call of duties. Every call of duty that comes out, it's just one more game to compare it to. So it is hard to please everyone because you have people that started playing COD at some point within the last 12 to 13 years. Some people's played it a decade ago. Some people started playing it two years ago. So everyone's going to have a different opinion and something different to compare it to. So it's always going to be extremely hard. So in that case, I do understand and I could some in a way relate to Activision where it's, it's hard. You're, you're fighting an uphill battle and we don't have a really good support system when it comes to COD. The only thing I could ask as my closing remark is, is ask the, the Call of Duty community, guys. We need to stop hating on each other and start trying to be constructive and help these guys create the game that we want. Telling Michael Condry to go fuck himself does not help anybody. He doesn't give a shit. He's getting paid a shit ton of money. He could care less what your opinion is. But if you have a constructive opinion, please let them know. Tweet them. Do a podcast. Do a YouTube video. Whatever it takes. Use any sort of social media venue and let them know. But let them know constructively. Talk amongst each other without talking shit because it's really hard. Because nowadays, if someone says boots to ground and the other person says jetpack, then those two people automatically fucking hate each other. That's not how things get resolved. Okay, that's just very childish millennial bullshit. We all have a right to our opinion, but at the end of the day, we need to come together for a better cause, and that's to fix. The fucking franchise. If we want to see Call of Duty three, four years from now, we need to come together and work on something and fix it. I hope you enjoy this episode. It was very angry in certain points. It was very dark, but I think I, you know I t- I tried touching a lot of the issues with Call of Duty. There are, in my opinion. whole lot more so expect at one point a part two to this podcast episode but if you stayed all the way I appreciate you listening thank you guys for the support Um, I decided to sneak in a a video game topic uh, in this episode, but expect more different episodes to come along your way, whether it's family related, normal things, you know, everyday things, video game things. I want this to be. Um, in a way, a variety of things that just kind of impact me and that I think that you guys will enjoy. Um, if you want to give me a quick follow at, you know, Sith Bauer, on my Twitter, you can catch up with you know some of uh, my other social medias where there are, you know, I, I stream on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Sith underscore Bauer. And I would love to keep talking with you guys about this. Get on and let's discuss because I think this is something, like I said, that we need to communicate. We need to talk together as a community and try to do things to help out for the greater good. Um And you can just check out my website at SithPower.com. I have all my social media links on there. And usually I keep that up to date for the most part on little projects and things that I'm working on. So like always, my beloved friends and family, have a wonderful week. Whatever it is, you know, we're just coming out of Easter. Hopefully you had a wonderful Easter. Make sure you do everything that you are set to do and don't ever shortchange yourself. Life is too short. Um, You you know, just this, what I'm doing here is so outside of my comfort zone, guys. I don't even, I, I could probably spend a whole episode telling you about that because it's so uncomfortable for me. But you know what? You miss every shot. Actually, that's not how the quote goes from the great Wayne Gretzky. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Don't shortchange yourself. Even if it's uncomfortable, do what you want to do. Do what you love doing. As long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else. And we'll see you soon.